Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host Jared. And I'm Edwina. And today we're back to our Once More with Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Today we're doing Season 4, Episode 4, Fear Fear Itself. This episode first aired October 26, 1999, written by David Fury and directed by Tucker Gates. Eddie? This is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan, but Jared has never watched the series all the way through and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. Yeah. (laughs) It's worth my time. I think it is. I think so too. I don't know if you completely convinced me, but uh, this has been fun, this podcast series. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and this episode I did like. I like this one. Yeah, yeah? This, this is a good one. And as I, I actually think all the Halloween episodes are really good. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I really like this. Um, and pretty much anything, most of the ones written by David Fury are pretty good as well. Yeah? Yeah. So he ends up sort of being, becoming a bit of a fan favourite. And uh, Tucker writer. Gates, has he directed one before? I don't remember. I don't remember think him. so. No? Okay. No. Was it just a one-off, was it, this guy or...? I don't know. I, I, okay. I only really take note of the writers, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Are the, are the directors kind of just a, a just a sit in for Joss, maybe in these things? Pretty or? much. The directors don't really seem to add much to it. It's the writing that makes the these the show so great. Yeah. So it's the writing that you take. Hmm. It's the writers that you generally take. Note I, I did feel this was quite scary. This episode, yeah, I, it had I, I some had to real, say it was yeah. really horror themes to it, and it was uh, pretty intense. Sometimes I felt like yeah. actually really quite horror. Yeah, know? I think there's that that weird thing with the girl screaming, and then she sort of does this weird look. Mm-hmm. It's all all done with like strobe. Light type, yeah. Yeah, epileptic warming, warning far for that scene for sure, <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it definitely has a few real horror mm-hmm. elements in it, a few scary moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they did yeah. well. Yeah. Um, did you want to do the... Yeah, all right. Uh, summary. Summary. While carving jack-o'-lanterns in Xander's basement, the gang discuss plans for Halloween. Buffy continues to mope over her situation with Parker. They decide to go to the Alpha Data house for a party. The next day at school, Buffy and Oz both express their concerns for Willow and her use of magic. Buffy spots Parker and immediately runs away. Willow follows her, explaining that she should just get over it and have fun at the party that night, but Buffy thinks that Giles will want her to patrol. When Buffy goes to visit Giles, she is surprised to find him embracing the Halloween spirit. He discourages her from patrolling and encourages her to go party. At the Alpha Delta house, the members are getting ready for the party. One finds a symbol in an old book to paint on the floor. Anya goes to see Xander, wanting to know where their relationship is heading. He agrees that they are somewhat dating, inviting her to the party. Oz and Xander carry a sound system to the Alpha Delta house and Oz installs it while one guy paints the symbol from the book. Oz cuts his hand, spilling drops of his blood, which activates the ritual to summon Gakna. Joyce alters one of Buffy's old costumes, Little Red Riding Hood, and talks to her about how things used to be. Buffy waits outside the house for her friends and Xander shows up dressed as James Bond. 
They run into Willow, dressed as Stone of Arc, and Oz, going as God. <laughs> Everything at the party starts to go array as fears begin to come real, and the fake scary objects like plastic spiders and skeletons become alive. The gang enters the house, but they encounter several obstacles. Later, Anya arrives at the party, dressed as a bunny, but she's unable to get inside because the entrance to the house has become sealed up. She sees a girl screaming at a window, and the window then disappears from the house. Inside, Buffy tells the gang to find a way to get out and get help. Buffy and Willow fight over Buffy rejecting help from her friends and pushing them away, as well as Buffy and Oz arguing with Willow about her use of witchcraft. Willow insists that she can safely do a guidance spell. Meanwhile, Anya goes to find Giles for help. Xander tries to talk to the gang but finds that he's become invisible to them. Willow and Oz find a staircase and head up. As they are walking, Oz begins to change into a werewolf and scratches Willow before running away from her. Xander approaches a mirror and a head on the table behind him says that he can see him. Oz sits in a bathtub chanting to himself that he isn't going to change. Willow conjures a spell, however it quickly spins out of control and she screams running for help as it attacks her. Buffy, hearing Willow's cries, tries to get her but falls into the basement where bodies come up from the ground and grab her. That's not creepy at all. <laughs> Giles and Anya are unable to find a way inside so Giles cuts the door using a chainsaw. While fleeing through the house, the gang ends up in the room where the mystical symbol is painted. Giles and Anya break into the room. They determine the sign on the floor to be the mark of Gakna, and Buffy and Giles express fear about how scary the demon looks like in the illustration. Buffy destroys the symbol before Giles can tell her what she's doing will bring Gakna forth. When the demon manifests, however, it turns out to be merely a few inches in height. After a laugh at the absurdity of giving into one's fears, Buffy squashes Gakna by stomping on him. At Giles' place, the gang eats candy while Giles makes a discovery, Aknane Footnight, Fear Met, below the illustration of Gakna in his book translates, Actual Full Size, size. The End. <laughs> so, Fear Met, is that four inches or something? No, actual. it means actual size. Oh, That's, right. Yeah. Fear Met. Yeah. Uh, so this yeah, is, what have you got, Eddie? So, this is another Halloween episode mm-hmm. um, and has... Similar issues to deal, you know, to do with the last Halloween episode. Um, bit of a reflection on their costumes, like they're all wearing costumes that, you know, if they do get turned into their costumes, <laughs> they're prepared for battle. <laughs> they're prepared for battle. <laughs> um, well, I like the God one, so that'd yeah, come in handy. Yeah. But that also comes into his fear as well. The well, fear of God. No, no, no. So his oh. fear of losing control and oh, okay. Being, so God's so, in so control. He's God, he's in control. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. The episode is a bit of a retread of the episode nightmares from season one, mm-hmm. which was dealing with their fears and nightmares as well. But I feel this time around, these are more like personal, internal fears that are more manifesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just maybe another take on nightmares. Um, yeah, I always like, I like all the, all the Buffy Halloween episodes and, uh, I think this one sort of has a lot of foreshadowing in it as well for what's, what's coming. You find the deepest things in it. (laughs) Yeah. For what's coming ahead in 
the the rest of this season. Mm-hmm. So, are you going to say what they are, or you can't? Are they spoilers. Um, I can Like, there is a big fight that they have towards the end. All right, who's uh, they? Oh, uh, all of them. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Yeah, like a huge. Um, it's actually a diversion tactic, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. illustrated by Spike. Oh, <laughs> him again. He comes back. Um, but yeah, you know, and it plays on all of these little fears. Mm-hmm. So, again. Um, so what was um, uh, Xander's being James Bond? Well, because he, he doesn't have any powers. And when you think about James Bond, yeah, he he's the most human person that has almost superhuman talents. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So if he does get turned into his costume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, but you're saying uh, in regards to their deep fears. Oh, uh, yeah, but, you know, that, you know, I kind of think that's sort of the person he wants to be is the James Bond type guy, you know, the suave, comes ladies in, man. Saves, saves the day, the mm-hmm. ladies' man. Um, yeah, I guess that's, that's kind of him, yeah. 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 Like, he, he wants to be James Bond pretty much. Yeah. So... Bit tall for James Bond though, isn't he? <laughs> Just a tiny bit. Yeah, and a bit American. Um, you know, Buffy being little Red Riding Hood, I think, is just maybe a little bit of a callback to what's the episode? Uh, Helpless, Halloween? Helpless. Yeah. Episode Helpless, which you know had. Um, what was that one? You have to remind Red me of that one. Uh, that's the one where the psycho guy in the house that took like the millions of photos of. Joyce. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and you know how he's on the porch with the red coat to capture her mum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all oh, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And also call back to Gingerbread. Like, that's why um, Willow's dressed as Joan of Arc because she was nearly burnt at the stake. <laughs> yeah, well, she mentioned that. Yeah. We've yeah. both been burnt at the stake and we, <laughs> what was it? We both had a clo- have a close personal relationship with God. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And then, yeah. Oh, but, and he's God. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> he's God. But, you know, Oz always seems like he's he's just that guy that's not going to wear a costume. So, <laughs> like, he's never wearing a costume. Yeah. It's like, now, let's talk about. Okay. First, oh, this is the least deep into it. So, in that. All right. In that opening bit when Buffy's left uh, Xander's house mm-hmm. and she's walking back. And a guy jumps out in a mask <laughs> and she punches him and then he falls to the floor yeah. and says to her... It's prank, dude. <laughs> it's just a prank. <laughs> you know, like it's a, what's your problem? <laughs> you know, that hurt. What's your problem? What's wrong? No, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, you just jumped out at a lonely, at a small woman mm. in the middle of the night. On her own. In Sunnydale. Yeah, yeah. You are an idiot, <laughs> dude, sir. You idiot. Yeah. He deserved that punch in the face. I think he deserved more than one punch in the face. A nice launch uh, foot in the balls too, I think, would have been a good one oh, as well. Oh, yeah. Like, mm. who does that to, like, <laughs> a, like, a little, like, not a little, like, yeah, a teenage girl. Yeah. Mm, yeah. He just jumped out at a teenage girl. Yeah, it's a prank, man. In the middle of the night, <laughs> as she's walking home, and then got 
surprised when she punched him instead of scream <laughs> instead of screaming and running away, which is what he wanted her to do. Hmm. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, sir? Mm, yeah, sir. Indeed. What is wrong with you? Yeah, you, sir, are an idiot. Mm, not a great plan. No, no, didn't really think that one out. No. And it makes me angry every time you, I see it. You took that personal. Yeah. I get so angry with it because Buffy's the one sitting there going, I'm asking myself the same question. Yeah. Mm. Like she she puts it back on herself. Yeah. So, yeah, I just don't like that. Anyway. Don't like people jumping out and scaring her? No, I don't. Not even wearing uh, dinosaur masks? No, <laughs> I do not. No. Okay. <laughs> You guys do that to me all the fucking time. I hate it. <laughs> I knew this is personal. <laughs> this is personal. Yes. People do this to me all the time. I hate it. I got a new dinosaur mask for Christmas. A little raptor one or big raptor one. It is one. the most terrifying thing <laughs> ever. Like ever. Actually, I'm going to... I think I should do it like a little, some footage of you wearing it while you're eating breakfast. Like what I walked into <laughs> the other day. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like, oh my god <laughs> Yes Just eating my cereal, leave me alone Yes, okay. it makes noises as well That's the problem <laughs> And it's eyes move Yeah, It's so horrible I love it mm. Bought it for the kids Yeah, sure Sure, sure you did um, <laughs> You lie Alright, let's talk about the, the mm-hmm. fears that manifest Okay in this. So Buffy still moping mm-hmm. about Parker. Yes. As I said, it's gonna be a couple of episodes of her moping around about Parker. Uh but I think this one you do actually see why she is moping about Parker, and it's because she feels abandoned by all the men in her life. So her mm-hmm. dad is pretty much is pretty much not in the picture at all. Is he like still alive in the yeah, show? Yeah. yeah. Do we see him again? No. Okay. Um, you know, and Angel as well mm. leaving, so she lo- loses Angel and her dad, mm-hmm. and yeah. then Park. She thinks she's had this connection with this guy Parker, and it hasn't. You know, he was just just a good time. He had just he had just put in the illusion that he was. You know, bringing down her walls, so to speak. You know, as she mm. said, you know, she'd opened up to him, and then he just took advantage of that. Yeah. So, I think that's what she's actually hurt about at this point. Yeah, um, he shafted her. So it's more that her fears are old wounds that have been opened up by Parker, uh, and it is that you know she does fear people abandoning her and and people leaving her. And that she's going to be all alone yeah, fighting as the Slayer. Yeah. And it is a legit fear. And you see what happens to her when that does come about um, in The Wish. You see what what happens to her with no friends yeah. and no family. And she's just not as powerful. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and as strong as a person next to you sometimes. You know? Yeah. Well, that that's also the thing is that Willow – in the uh, so they have that big argument, mm-hmm. which I'll also go into. Yeah, but within that fight, Buffy again is saying, "You know, I need you guys to be safe so that I can do my job." And Willow's standing her ground, mm. saying, "No, you have no idea what you're doing. 
you're as clueless as, as the rest of us. Let us work together yeah, and we'll get this done. And she's like, I also have powers I can help. Mm. Um, but also Willow's first instinct for everything is to do a spell and make it better. So this is something that will run through the series right up till I think, yeah, season six. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, that, yeah, Willow's first, all of her solutions for any problem or any issue that she has. Do magic. Is to do a spell. Yeah. There's mm. never another option. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, and Oz's is very, Oz's issue is about his inner wolf. Mm-hmm. And losing control, he already he talked about it earlier in the episode. You know, having this power within him that he has no control over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, please note that for future. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. Because that is important leading into. They haven't explored much of his law, have they? They haven't really. They will. Some, yeah. They're about to. It seems like that's probably the first thing they should have done, really, to help him. Yeah, but yeah, he ends up. Going on his own little... You'll find out. All right, yeah. Looking forward to it. (laughs) And yeah, then you've got Xander. And he's still trying to find his place in the world and he's feeling a bit abandoned by his friends because they're at college and he's not really doing anything with his life at the Mm. moment. And he doesn't really know what he wants to do. He's got a girlfriend, sort of. Well, yeah, I think this is where they sort of... That's their official... Get together, I think, is this episode because right. okay. she she kind of rescues him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she saves the day. She I saves the day in the yeah. end. Um, yeah, and he just sort of does that. Well, I'm I'm kind of happy to see you. <laughs> like it's not a bad thing that you showed up. Yeah, and yeah, that's sort of the hmm, that's hmm. them getting it getting yeah, together. To make a nice I guess. couple. Yes. Can we yeah. talk about the bunny? All right, do you want to talk about Anya in the bunny costume? The bunny costume. I, I'm sure I've seen that before. It is an iconic look. <laughs> I just iconic. was not expecting it. Yeah. Uh, her walking out in like the fluffiest, uh, cutest uh, little bunny suit. It was adorable. Yeah, and it now becomes the running joke throughout okay. the series is that she has severe bunny phobia. I I am aware of that, yeah, bunnies. And I, I think I've seen the episode of where that came from as well, I suspect. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I th- possibly. I think I know I think I know it. It might have been as a flashback or something that yes. you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's still adorable. So I think about I talked about Buffy in her red leather was it the red leather pants with the black jacket. Yeah. And the boots. That's her is it the red leather pants? Yeah. That's like they sell all of her um, well, merchant and stuff. figurines and yeah. stuff. Normally she's wearing that outfit. Uh, yeah. And with Anya, she's normally wearing the bunny costume. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very adorable. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Um, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also within that fight in the house. So they're all ignoring what Xander is saying the whole time until he disappears. Right. <laughs> Very similar to what happened to Macy in season, was it season one? Who's Macy? Um, out of mind, out of sight. 
Oh, the girl who went, who went invisible. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, Xander has, yeah. Again, we have another callback to another episode. Mm-hmm. Like, he's talking. They don't hear what he's saying. So, was he actually invisible the whole time or did he just turn invisible at the end of that conversation? I think it was part of his fear. Is that oh, he and was, it just sort of manifested yeah, then, yeah. And, then and there on the spot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was Interesting. That he, was, he was becoming yeah. invisible to his friends. Yeah. That's very good. So, I like that, Eddie. Yeah. Um, now, also, oh, this is just a note. Is that that house that they show at the yeah. the the, alpha the haunted Dana. yeah the that horrid the Delta the Alpha Delta I keep the saying Alpha Delta's house is yeah. actually the house from American Horror Story in the first season Horror House. Oh, I think I've <laughs> seen that season. I think, I think I've you seen saw a few episodes of that yeah. season. I don't think you. I don't think you got all the way through. No, it. I didn't get all the way through them. No, but I do remember the first one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, apparently it's also in the eighth season, but I never got that far. <laughs> <laughs> season eight, God. <laughs> oh, they're all in different. Um, yeah, I won't go into it. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fine. Save it for another podcast. Um, oh yeah, we see Joyce briefly in this episode. Oh uh, yes, that's uh, it's the first time we've seen her this season. Is that? Or oh, we saw her briefly. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah. we ha- haven't seen much, uh, and I don't think we see her again for a really long time. That's why I'm going to wow. Okay, it. okay. Is there was there any uh, scheduling reasons for that or anything, or she just wasn't? No, no. I think it's supposed to be a bit when kids go off to college. They yeah, they don't really come home as much. I guess yeah. So. Well, the cast is getting a little bigger. Well, it hasn't no, not really. I guess. Well, there, there are a few characters in there. You got to sort of you got to sort of juggle around and give sort of screen time. So we've got uh, Riley in there for a scene. Yeah. And um, so we got Anya Walsh, in there now, yeah, which I suppose yeah. she's kind of replaced Cordelia. So well, we can talk about them being her being a replacement for Cordelia. Can we? Do you want to talk about that right now? Yes. Okay, let's go for let's it. Let's talk about so let's her. Let's talk being, about her. Yes. Let's talk about her being a replacement for Cordelia. I don't think she's entire like she's not entirely a replacement for Cordelia. Okay. When you say replacement, I don't literally mean saying, "Oh, we have to have a Cordelia like character in there." But just more the numbers. Is that we've lost a character so we need to oh, a person mean, to fill oh, okay. the spot. So you so you just mean that the the spot. Yeah, I don't mean that necessarily they have to have, oh, because Cordelia's gone, we have to have that vain person in there. I don't think she's I that. Think, yeah. I just think it's the numbers. You just have to have a certain ensemble or a certain set of characters that you got to have to juggle and to make it a show interesting. So I think it's just more of a logistics point of view that, you know, you need that yeah. extra character in there. Otherwise, the cast would but seem they, too small. Yeah, yeah, but they liked having that character that just comes in and speaks her mind like yeah what well, she does that. yeah I, I think there's that part of her yeah um but cordelia does it out of kind of being out, like it's more done out of spite <laughs> like it's generally done with a yeah know, yeah yeah what do you call it it's um mean-spirited most of the time her, yeah yeah her, her uh banter and stuff that she had with xander hmm. yeah. it was always you know it could be it's quite pretty, snarky. Yeah. yeah, she was yeah very snarky, um, and Anya it comes out of a almost a place of naivety. Yes, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. 
Um, cause yeah, again, she's newly human. <laughs> <laughs> newly human. New, very newly. Oh, newly human. human. So I newly, thought you said nearly. New, newly human. Newly. Newly. New, new, newly human. Yeah. So, so it, does that mean, is she mortal as well? Yes. Okay. Um, so they do bring Spike back into the mix, but he's, he's there also to replace Cordelia, but to replace... That spitefulness, the 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 snarkiness yeah, that she okay. had, so that's what he brings. <laughs> mm. So mm, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, I could talk about the name of the episode. Do you know where that comes from? Uh, we have nothing to fear, but fear itself. Who said it though? FDR. Oh. <laughs> You did the same research. Franklin as me. D. Roosevelt. Yeah. I've seen the speech plenty of times. You know those World War II documentaries yeah, I yeah. watch. So first of all, <laughs> let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror. Mm-hmm. It's that. And uh the only president to do more than one term as well. Mm. Uh two terms. Oh, okay. So I thought they brought in a law so that they can only. It do was never a law. It was just a tradition more than anything. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure how many ter- he did a f- maybe even more than a few. Um, and I think he's the only president to do it. It's just an unwritten law that you only do two terms and that's it. So mm. I think that the idea is to stop you becoming a you know a dictator, a dictator. <laughs> I guess. Um, but yeah, he uh, he wasn't too bad FDR, I think. Uh, I'm not too not too familiar with uh, American politics, but uh, yeah, I think he was okay. Yeah, okay. Um, so, had you seen this episode? No, I hadn't seen this episode, but parts of it seemed familiar. I mentioned the um, the bunny rabbit uh, scene of her seeing and that. I'm like, I've I've seen gifts or pictures of something of that, yeah, yeah. and I don't know how or when, but the final scene when they saw Gackner. And Daryl, like, oh, how cute. And she just steps on him and kills him. Like, I just knew that was going to happen. I don't know if I'd seen it or maybe it just seemed uh, predictable maybe, but I'm I'm pretty sure I had seen that where she just stomped him out. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. You probably walked past the TV while I was watching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> seen the yeah. big onimus. Oh, here comes the demon. And, uh, oh, it's only <laughs> a little guy. <laughs> Tremble yeah. with me. Is it? Big overture, little show. Yeah. All right. Yes, baby. What rabbit hole did you go down this week? You really hate that intro, don't you? I really do. <laughs> I went down a mighty. Rabbit hole, <gasps> Oh, a mighty. A mighty Could it be maybe a mighty morphin one? Yes, Eddie. I did go down a rabbit hole. A mighty morphing ranger <laughs> rabbit hole. Crank it up. Uh, yeah, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And uh, I remember when I was watching it, I said to you, 
hey, that guy looks familiar. You're like, oh, no, that's just like the black guy from uh, no, <laughs> not, no, not a teen I thought movie. You were, I thought you were talking about the other guy. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just think I look so familiar. I don't know. Where's that scene from? Walter Jones played the Black Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Good on him. Yeah. Uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Actually, to be honest, I wasn't really into them when I was a kid. I was a little too old. I was about 14 when they came out. So I kind of just missed it. You're more a Ninja Turtles. Well, yeah. Well, Ninja Turtles came out years prior. So I was in that. Early teenagers where I was too cool for that, you know. I was like, yeah. oh, you know, there's a couple of kids at school into them. I'm like, oh, geez, you guys are dorks, you know. <laughs> Come on. Ugh, Power Rangers. My brother like w- liked it, so I liked to watch it with him a few times. Sure. <laughs> Just a few times. Alex Alex was a fan, uh, so I watched it with a f- him with a few times. Hey, the Pink Ranger was easy on the eyes. Um, and she's still cute. Still good on the eyes too, actually. The Pink Ranger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, it's funny just reading about the, the Power Rangers uh, later, uh, years there after they come. so many Power Rangers shows. Oh, at the though. moment, yeah, well, since there have been dozens. Just If I was going to throw dozens? a number of that, I'd say dozens. No, hundreds. Mm. Hundreds. Yeah. And, and wh- but what they only do like one season of them. <laughs> do they? Yeah, they even had like the – there's one made in New Zealand, I think. They had the samurai ones. There's, yeah. there's the pirate ones. There was a – There's so many, oh, Jared. There's a time-traveling ones. There's, there's space dinosaurs ones. There's ones. Yeah. There's space well, ones. Well, they were the original yeah. ones with the dinosaur ones. But then I think that the something else prehistoric or I don't know. Uh, yeah, just smashing but, out the yeah. same formula, you know. What works there's and the, works 20 yeah. years later, I guess. Um, Jungle animals. Yeah. yeah. It just never end. I never saw the new film that came out. Apparently that was awful. But um yeah. Um mm. so yeah, one I do remember watching it when I was younger and I just thought it was always weird when um they would show the fighting scenes and and even like the 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 villain the villain woman, I can't remember her name now, and it always seemed like she was dubbed. And I actually realized later that this show was actually a Japanese show and that they would film the American parts and then use the Japanese fighting parts. Oh, okay. That's why it looks so different. Like one look – it could even tell the quality of the picture. Like I could tell one was in PAL and one was in TSC. Like the, mm. the actual quality of the, of, the, of the picture would change and stuff like yeah. that. And there was bad dubbing on the, on the villain. I still can't remember her name. And yeah, so that's what they were doing. And what I also noticed is that because the pink ranger, she had a skirt on and the yellow ranger played by the Asian girl didn't. And I thought that was weird because in the Japanese version, the yellow ranger was a dude. (laughs) So they didn't even bother trying and cover that up. Uh, But speaking of the yellow ranger, she passed away uh, tragically over 20 years ago. Uh, oh. Car accident, yeah, yeah. Um, she was 27 years old. Does that mean she's part of the 27 club? I'd or do you have so, to be yeah. a musician? Is that musicians? I think it's more musicians. Musicians, but uh, they often throw. Um, is it James Dean? Are they throw in there? No. Yeah, they throw in James Dean and what's that other? Oh, the Crow guy. Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, if they're in there, then I guess she should be in there. Maybe. Yeah, well, we'll yeah, put her in there. Yeah, I guess she can be in the 27 yeah. Club. Um, yeah, so I was just sort of reminiscing about the Power Rangers. So, um, yeah, go, go, Power Rangers. All right, <laughs> all right. Is that it? Yeah. Go, go, Power Rangers. Mighty Morphin 
Is there anything you wanted to add? Um, no, no, that was it. That was it for me, baby. Yeah. All right. Do you want to do question time then? Yes. Answer the question. All right, Jared, which character was your favourite? Uh, I went with Rupert on this mm. one. Okay. Yeah, we've got a fair amount of Rupert Giles yeah. in this episode, and yeah. I think he... Uh, he was showing his silly side. He's showing he? his silly side, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so... Uh, yeah, I went Anya. Anya. I was tossing <laughs> yeah. up between Anya and, Ju- and Rupert. <laughs> Funnily enough, I was tossing up between Anya and Rupert yeah. and, yeah. and uh, Giles as well. Um, which character... Did you love to hate? Uh, Professor Maggie Walsh. Yeah, she's a she's a bitch. Bitch. <laughs> she's a b word. She's a b word. You're a psychopathic bitch. <laughs> For someone who who teaches psychology, she doesn't seem to know much about human psychology. <laughs> I find it unnecessary to really snap at people like that. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess they still are teachers, but yeah, you know, I, I always figured they're um, they're looking at what is like. Well, if you're not going to turn up, then what do you want from me? No need to be nasty about it. Like, oh, whatever, you know. Yeah, but she f- went there to get the lesson, to get the homework. Right. Okay. So, but it is that thing. Like, don't have a go at someone when they're going through a hard. Like, if you, especially if you're studying psycho, like not studying psychology, you're teaching psychology. Hmm. The last thing that you would do to someone is like tear them down while they're already in a fragile place. It seems really irresponsible. Yeah, hard to read the body language on that one, isn't it? Yeah. But then, uh, if you're, isn't there some sort of um, absentee thing that if you miss a certain amount of uh, lectures that you would fail or something like yeah. that? Or yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, but I, she missed one lesson. Oh, did she? Didn't she say she missed a few or something? Or no, no. She no, said she, oh, missed, okay. she missed one. She went to get her homework or the assignments. Mm-hmm. Um, she's trying, like, trying to do the right thing, but yeah, you know, mentally, Buffy's not quite there. Hmm. Anyway, I just feel she lacks a little compassion. <laughs> Bit self-involved. Yeah, possibly. Possibly yeah. a narcissist, but anyway. Um, we don't like those guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm the same. I hate her and the guy that jumped out. <laughs> 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 um, what was the most memorable fight scene? I actually went for the, the Buffy punching that guy in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that. Mm. Yeah, I I like the the verbal fight the of the four of them in the haunted house that yep. ends with Willow saying I'm not your sidekick. And it brings up yeah, all these issues they're starting to feel with each other, but it doesn't really get resolved in this episode. Hmm. Yep. Uh LOL moment. Damn it, I forgot to write it in, but there was a there was just a little moment where they're passing through the hallway, I think, of Buffy's dorm, and there's a guy in a lobster <laughs> outfit and a girl in a cake, and they're just they're having like this little domestic, this little sort of. Oh, but it's weird, like yeah. So there's a girl well, the, dressed as a present and a guy, and he's like, "I wasn't flirting with her." But it's it's just funny the way it's done. Like 
uh, I think is it Willow or Buffy walking down the hallway? Uh, it's Willow. It's Willow. And the camera just pans on this couple for a moment, for a moment, just having this little tiff with each other. That has nothing to do with nothing anything Nothing to do else with the show. The, I just, yeah. so just sort of paused and just held on them for a second. You know, and, he, and he's just, I, I, I wasn't doing anything, you know, I wasn't. I can't remember what he was saying. I wasn't saying. flirting I, with saying? I wasn't yeah. flirting with her and he's waving yeah. his lobster hands in <laughs> yes. the air. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. That, that that cracked me up. I just, yeah. <laughs> I just came out of nowhere. Well, you also then turned to me going, does does that go anywhere? Yeah. Is that, and I'm like, no, no, that's, that, that's it. I got invested in that. <laughs> I was like, oh, what happened? <laughs> did, did, they, did they make up? <laughs> did it? I don't know. It was just. Did you find uh, out what happened? <laughs> yeah. It seemed pretty important. It, it just sucked me, sucked me in pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Mine was Buffy punching. Punching a guy yeah. in the face. No, 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 no. Buffy no. punching the seal that bought for Gackner, only for for Giles to go. That's not. That's well, he not starts happy. reading, destroying the seal. You just can destroy the seal one of two ways hmm. and, you know. Okay, great. Bang. Uh, destroying Gakna one of two ways and he's like destroying the seal and Buffy storms right, off cool. and it's not one of them <laughs> and we'll bring him forth immediately. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Buffy. Okay. Uh, Favourite scene. So the scene where fear is like attacking everyone and it's going full epileptic fit on, mm-hmm. <laughs> on the camera, the strobe lighting and stuff. So that was, yeah, it's pretty intense that. And uh, I mean, nothing was, it was really good the way it was done because there was nothing seen, but it was just so suggestive, like mm. people running around screaming. You see a girl with laying dead with blood on her face and then she opens her eyes um, mm. and it's like almost a point of view, like everyone's running away from the camera. Yeah. So maybe that uh, Tucker guy. Maybe we underestimated him <laughs> in his uh, directorial debut. I'm not. I'm not sure if it was, but uh, it was a very Sammy Rammy. I reckon. I reckon. Yeah, that, yeah. There's a, I reckon there's a slight Sam Rammy influence in this episode. I think that's what that creepiness element was that we sort of uh, kind of liked. I, I think that was. Yeah. Somehow I think whenever you do the the camera kind of that camera. Well, the POV of, yeah, of the POV. you being attacked by the thing, which is yeah. what he. Does and it, and it's a great example of that in uh, Spider Man Two with the scene of Doc Ock when he yeah. when he uh, when they take him to the hospital and uh, the arms start attacking everyone. That's like straight out of Sam Raimi. Yeah. That scene. And they also use that in the puppet show as well. They did that. that yeah. POV yeah. shot as well. Hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I thought that scene was uh, was uh, was pretty intense too. So yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like the end scene when she just squishes. Yeah, <laughs> so, we're done now. And it's and it's the they're all going to leave you. And she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Squishes him. Yeah. Um, what is your least favorite scene? Well, there wasn't really much in here. I got to say, it was a pretty solid episode. So the only thing I really could go for was maybe the Buffy and Joyce scene was a little. Mm. Oh, I think you needed it for. Yeah, it wasn't her, really, her daddy issues that she was. Yeah, I'm not, not saying it was up. a bad scene, but least favorite. I just that's the one I could probably pick. It was a pretty solid episode, I'd say all around. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with the the spider coming to life on Willow's shoulder because <laughs> you know how much I love spiders. Yeah, yes, so. I do. I was even making the noise and the hand things. You're like, ah. Oh, it didn't help that like the night before. I think 
When was it? It's the other week I was working and a spider fell off the ceiling onto my head, or onto my arm. <laughs> poor, poor guy. <laughs> Wasn't funny. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I really hate spiders. And now I'm checking for spiders. Uh, favorite quote. Uh, my favorite quote was the conversation between Anya and Xander Harris. Mm-hmm. And Anya's says, you haven't called, not once. And Xander, you said you were over me. Anya, you, and you just accepted it? I only said that because I thought that's what you wanted to hear. And Xander re- replies, well, that's the funny thing about me. I tend to hear the actual words people say and accept them as face value. And Anya replies, that's stupid. Xander, I, I accept, accept that. that. <laughs> Mine is also, funnily enough, a Xander quote. Oh, Okay. Yes, All right. and it's when Xander's walking up behind Buffy and he's like, hey, Red, what you got in the basket? Oh, what is it? Hey, Red, what you got in the basket, little girl? And Buffy's like, weapons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, who gets the wooden spoon? I went with Buffy. Yeah? Yeah. Late for her, Mr. Uh, lecture. Um. Tried to ditch her friends when they mm. needed her. Didn't listen to what Giles said. Yeah. So I think she uh, dropped the ball a bit on this episode. Yeah, not. But then again, it was about her, you know, but she was fearful. She had that. She was fearing for her friends. Mm. But she was a bit grumpy when she's around their friends too, when they're trying to do jack-o'-lantern. She's like, oh, I don't do it. Uh, she's, know. yeah. She's in her post-Parker depression. <sighs> yeah, I know. But your friends are there to help, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. look, they're trying. But yeah. you could kind of see Willow was kind of getting a bit fed up with it. Yeah. About to give her a wooden spoon, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'll probably have to agree with you on this one. Mm. With Buffy. I'm not going to fight that one. All right. Yep. Um, and who's the MVP of the episode? Oh, it's got to be Anya. It's Anya, Anya the bunny yep. rabbit suit. Yeah. Well, what she could have taken that rocking up to the house, she could have taken it as a rejection from Xander. I thought they were going to do that. Yeah. I thought that's what they were going to go with that, that she was going to walk up and no one answered the door and she was going to storm off. Oh, this bastard left me, you know. Yeah. And uh, it was, they were going to go that way. But she actually, oh, no, I think something's going on Then she's on like, here. there's something weird happening. There's mm. no door. Yeah. So the house actually made a big mistake. What was that? Removing the door. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the door was right. an issue. Well, you're saying the door should get the wooden spoon. No, the house no. Get the wooden spoon. Or Gakna, <laughs> who's controlling the house. Um, but, yeah, and then as she's walking out, she's like, there's no door. And she's about to walk off and then she sees the girl in the window and then the window disappears. Hmm. And that's when she's like, I will go to Giles. Yes. <laughs> she knew who to go to. Mm. So you can kind of see she's going to start being a a Scooby at some Because she knows about this At stuff. some stage, yeah. yeah. So she's sort of worked her way into the crew. Mm. <laughs> like yeah. Just, yeah. She's doing well, Anya. Yeah. yeah. MVP. Okay. What do you rate the episode out of 10? I gave it seven drops of werewolf blood. Okay. Yep. Just yeah. Start up the start of the spell. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm going to go eight out of ten pep talks from future love interests. Well, 
Uh, so did it have to be like werewolf blood? Is that what triggered it? Or did you reckon it was just, just human? Any, any uh, blood, I, I thought it was specific him that triggered it maybe like because it was a mystic blood that might have uh, created, created it. I thought that I was... Uh, I think just any blood. Would any have, blood? Yeah. Oh, okay. But still technically werewolf blood though, is it? Would it be werewolf blood? Hmm. If he's in his human form? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I've opened up another rabbit hole, haven't I? Yes, you have. With Anya in it. <laughs> oh, what are we going to have to <laughs> down the bunny hole? <laughs> down the bunny hole. Oh, <laughs> right, we're changing that to the bunny hole. <laughs> Just don't tell, don't tell Anya that we have a have a segment called Down the Rabbit Hole. <laughs> She'll be like, hey, not a fan of a, that that's one. A, that's my biggest nightmare. I don't want to know what's down there. Mm. Power Rangers tonight. Yes. Yes. All right. Do you, do you want to say anything else? Uh, no, I uh, I think I am. Uh... Yeah. Uh, well, I think uh, we have reached the end of this episode, Eddie, have we? I would say so, yeah. Yeah? All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We are Nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. And I'm Edwina. And where can you find us on the internet, Edwina? You can find us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. There is a Facebook group. And you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com. Be careful using TikTok. Don't the the Chinese monitor that? The Chinese government? I love my TikTok. Do they? I love my TikTok. Do you? Yeah, you're on Eddie's Eddie's on TikTok all the time making great videos. Make sure you give her a like because she puts so much effort into them. (laughs) And they're funny. Absolutely love them. So, yeah, till next week. Take care. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. There are.